Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we're talking about the Netflix fl- the Netflix film The Devil All the Time. Yeah, it uh when did it release? A couple weeks ago? I don't know, I don't remember. Uh yeah, um, pretty recently. It- yeah, very res- recent uh s- star-studded cast, I would say. Definitely, um, definitely star-studded. Uh, there are a lot of people in this movie. Um, and this one actor who just loves, like, acting in, in Netflix movies re- recently. It's, um, <laughs> uh, what's his name? He was also in Jason Clark. He's also in Mudbound. <laughs> yes. Jason Clark yeah. has been in so many movies. He's a, uh, a real, uh, like, he's always in some pretty okay movies, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I'd say okay. He's, like, I feel like him and, um, uh, who's the other guy who I think is just, like, kind of, like, Jason Clark's pretty memorable. I'll, I'll give him that. It's the other guy who I don't think is very, it's a... <laughs> well, clearly you um, can't remember him, so... Yeah, the guy who was in, <laughs> fuck, the guy who was in, um, uh, Fantastic Beasts. Collins? Ka- oh, Ka- um... Col- uh, what's his name? In Fantastic uh, Beasts? Yeah, he was the bad guy. He was the... Not, oh, n- oh! Not Johnny Depp, before yes. he was Johnny Depp. Oh, you mean, um... Oh, he... Oh, uh... <laughs> well, I like him, too. He's a good actor. Um... Col- uh, it's not Collins. It's, Col- it's Colin not? Farrell. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell! Which, there you go. Colin Col- Farrell Colin was in it. is in a lot of movies. You're right. And honestly, Colin Farrell is not always in good movies, but he is in some very good movies. Yeah. You he's know. just not very memorable to me. Like, I, I don't know if I, I... I just don't know if I haven't seen the good movies that he's been in, because I just feel like the ones I have seen him in, I just forget him. I feel like he's the same character in, like, so many movies. You know? Yeah. He's just, yeah. he's wasn't, just he, wasn't he also in like that Winter's Tale movie or yes, something? Yes, yes. I could name honestly like twenty right off the bat, but he's not in this Devil All the Time movie, so it it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's right. We should stop talking about him. Um, uh, but yeah, so this movie, uh, I saw the trailer for it, and then I swear to God, the movie came out like a week later. Like I didn't, I didn't realize it was coming out so soon. That that's what Netflix does. They like they show you the trailer and then it and then it comes out in like a week. Yeah, like that's like that that's what they do. Um, this movie was a book. It's pretty yep. clear that it was a book. Um, yeah, there's just no discernible like through plot in this movie. It's kind of just an A to B situation. Just... Well, and it's also it's also like a thriller, which I feel like it doesn't really 
it doesn't well, really I mean, jive. That's not true. <laughs> but I don't yeah. know. It's just kind of long and it's it you know, I oh, find yeah. myself really comparing it to something else that's really long and very, you know, uh story driven like um The Irishman because Oh, okay, okay. The Irishman was very good. And that there was a lot more to every conversation. So, like, I think that's the reason why that movie was good, even though it was extremely long, was because, like, it was a master in so many things and so much, like, especially with every scene. Uh, Whereas I found this movie to be kind of, like, useless. Um, I'll agree. I'll agree. I mean, it was... It it definitely kept me on my toes because of the thriller part. Um, I I will probably not be going to watch this movie again, probably no. ever. No. Um, it's kind of like a one and done for me where like where like other thrillers that I'd probably watch again is like, uh, you know, Shutter Island or... Um, yeah, yeah. Or uh, what's the other one with... Um, which I don't know if I ever watched it again. But I just remember it being so good. It was the one that was in theaters, and it was like Prisoners or something. Like I remember oh. Prisoners being really good. Yes, yes, that is a yeah, good movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, and I don't know. Like, I, I'm also not a huge fan of <laughs> of just like because they creep me out. Um, uh-huh. But it's just like movies that like take place in, like in the South yeah. or like with church because with churches. Yes, they yeah. they scare me. Um, yeah, I just, I don't gravitate towards these types of movies. (laughs) Those are very scary. Um, Uh, and, and this movie was scary. Like there were some very horrifying scenes that we saw and like, mm -hmm. uh, you just don't really know who you can trust. And like, everyone kind of seems like they got, they got a little bit of the devil in them. Um, yeah. Or like, I don't know. It was, I I felt like there was trying to be some sort of message, but I wasn't quite grasping it. And I really didn't care if I grasped it. Like it's just, yeah. Yeah. Is. I, I agree. It kind of just was, and it just seemed that every single, like literally every single character died except for the main character, which is Arvin, Tom Holland. Like, and it's just like, what? just the the uh, the distressing like amount of like just waiting for these people to die somehow horrifically you know like why like what why was that necessary like why did we need to have this i i understand that's kind of the point is like they all have the devil in them and it's just kind of like hopping from person to person but it's like so coincidentally horrible you know yeah, and it's like, it's like, yeah, why why did we have to go as far as just, like, shooting them and they're dead? Like, why couldn't one of them have gotten arrested or, yeah, I don't know, just, I don't, killed in a different way or tortured or, I don't know, or, or just gotten revenge in, in some way? It just like, was so violent. It was like, you just expected every single scene to have some kind of death and violence in it. It's like, why? What? Who? Why does it need to... There was, like, no actual love in this movie. It was just complete yeah. anarchy the entire time. Like, no yeah. no reason to to have any sort of love. Like, the only love that we saw was, like, Arvin really cared about his adopted sister. And that's it. 
you know, and then she died right. because she got pregnant because she slept with the preacher who, you know. Yeah. And it, it also kind of takes me to the type of movie that I don't really gravitate towards is just, like, just bad stuff happening throughout the entire yeah. movie. It's yeah. like, there's, like, Arvin was definitely the grace, like, the the grace of this movie. Yeah. And, like, just the the best thing, like, once Tom Holland came into the picture, I was like, okay, this is, yeah. this is something I can work with here. Um, He's a good actor. he was really great. Yeah. Tom Holland was so great. Arvin was such a great yeah. character. Um kind of like how his life and um what was the sister's name um uh, Le- uh, Leanne, uh Lenora. Lenora Lenora yes Eliza Scanlon yeah and like how their how their lives kind of got entangled and kind of how everyone was like connected was like probably the most interesting part mm-hmm. um and but then like then there was a narrator like telling you all this oh, already like dude. you didn't even have to think of it yourself Useless. it's just it was told you like, it's like, how do you think all these people from these different cities are connected? Well, I'll tell yeah. you. And then it's like, and then it's... he just does it. And I'm just like, okay, thanks, guy. A narrator is will... never a good choice in a movie. I mean, you really have to have a very specific reason to reason. have a narrator. And, and it better be, like, they're a character themselves, and it has to work. Like, it has to yeah. be something. Because... There's not a lot of good movies that have narrators. Let's be honest. I mean, unless it's like an older film, truly, they're always dumb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, was there a narrator in Ballad of Buster Scruggs? I think there was. Possibly. I don't think so, but because it's... it's really? No. Because it's just no? everything self-explanatory. Like That's true. There's no... I mean, even if there was, that kind of gave at least a little bit of context to the vignette that was showing being shown right, right. like yeah and you know it, like maybe that's the kind of movie where i where i would expect a narrator to be in and that would be fine yeah yeah <laughs> well i mean like i love the the narrator in royal tenenbaums because it's alec baldwin and he's giving you some information about the family you know in a more like quirky way right so you get it but right, it's not yeah. like it's like this guy wasn't telling you anything and it's just, it's just because it was a book. So they wanted to get kind of the flowery language in there. Yeah. Yeah. But uh-huh. no, this movie, yeah, the narrator was not necessary. And in fact, it, it weakened, it weakened the story. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a lot of characters. We have a lot of bad people and we have a lot of actors in this movie and it's just... It was interesting that uh, we had Mia Wasikowska in this movie because she kind of... And, and the same thing with um, uh, Haley Bennett. The two women uh, who had the, the son and daughter uh, who ended up both dying in their each different ways. Um, it just was like... Right. I just kept watching it and I was like, are they going to do anything else? Are they going to be... Like, their their roles were so little and useless like Mia Wasikowska her the best thing that she did in the movie was her death scene and it yeah you know like she just was useless like it just it was like I just expected every woman in this movie to die because they all died <laughs> except for the grandma <laughs> right right um uh, right <laughs> um 
I'll, yeah, I'll definitely say a lot of um, a lot of talent was wasted uh, <laughs> in this movie. Well, I would say that there's some good. There's definitely some great performances in this movie, and even by the smaller characters, but. Uh, especially, you know, Tom Holland and uh, Robert Pattinson. Um, you know, Robert Pattinson was really weird, and he had this really funny accent, and you definitely were watching him, and it was almost comical because of how funny his accent was. Um, right, and just the stuff he would do. Like, you're just you're just expecting that something bad will happen to him. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, at the scene where he... Where he like embarrasses the grandma with her food oh. is just was so sad. It was. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Um, and he was, you know, he he was a priest that you know people that like. I mean, Arvin was really the only one who complained about him because he was like, you know, he's very flashy. He, you know, he's an asshole. He like embarrassed grandma right in the middle of church. Yeah, um, he's a horrible dude. And, yeah, he's just a, just a real asshole, and and uh, you know he's a uh, he's having sex with all the younger girls in 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 the town, like just being a real asshole. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I I really liked uh, Bill Skarsgård's character a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I thought he was like, and, and even him and. Um, and Sebastian uh, Stan? No, no. Um, the the uh previous, well, not not the previous priest, uh, but the, oh, the guy with Harry his brother. Melling. Yes, yes, yes. He yes. was really good. The one who dumped the spiders on his face. Yes, I liked both of them because they yeah. kind of like they were both kind of similar. They, you know, they felt they. Uh, like, we actually got some good backstory with Bill, like, he was in the war, and, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. we saw his cute little courtship with Charlotte, the waitress, um, and, and, you know, them getting together and having Arvin, and, um, you know, this, uh, this very, this very strong need to, to pray and have faith when, when Charlotte eventually gets cancer, and it, it's looking very terminal. Yeah. Um. And, you know, he, just the fact that he strongly believes that if he prays hard enough and sacrifices something that he loves, which is how the dog gets killed, which I thought was a, horrific, um, like he sacrifices the dog in order to hopefully save his wife. Yeah. And, and that's when Arvin's like, what the fuck, man, my dog? And, um... And like, and he he maybe he maybe might have been a little crazy, and then and then we have um, the other guy Harry Melling, mm-hmm. who who also sacrifices to his wife for God. Sacrifices his wife because yeah. he believes he like locks himself in a closet for a couple of days because he got bit by a spider and so his face swelled up. Yeah, and so he, he was like, hiding he, and he was trying to speak to God. Yeah, and then he finally hears him, and. He apparent and God apparently tells him to kill his wife or something. Well, that he'll be able to um, like resurrect her, and so he, go- right. he goes to that scene and he's like, "I resurrect you," and she's dead because he shot her in the neck. So, 
he like stabbed her in the neck with oh, like yeah. a sharpened like yeah. that that you saw his brother like sharpening like it was like er- a like, screwdriver earlier in the scene yeah a screwdriver and just oh gosh the sound that it made when it like hit her neck <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I mean I guess the Ugh. author was trying to like correlate the the like parents going psycho for God and they're like sacrificing something for God and it's just yeah in order to show a truer power of some sort maybe I mean it's honestly if anything this this movie just shows you how like dangerous any belief in God is because it just literally drove all these people to do all this shitty stuff Yes, I mean, we definitely have, um, I, I do know and have come to respect, because even, even though I am not a, I'm not a, a religious person, um, that I have come to respect that it is, that it is something that's very important to some people, but, you know, we do have, we do have some radicals here and there, (laughs) um, that make religion very scary to me. Like, it's very scary. Um, this movie and does that's not why, help. That's why, I've, that's why I feel like it's such a it's such a touched on topic when it comes to like horror films and things like that, or just you know thrillers in general. Um, just because it's you know you have you have some people who are who think it's very very important and very uh very influential. It's it's influential, yeah, and that's what like happens to poor. Lenore, who just completely, like, falls for the trap and falls for everything that her brother was trying to get her to not do. And it's, it's like, it's so upsetting. And it's just completely, I don't know, like... Yeah, it was it was frustrating almost. Yeah, yeah, it was she frustrating. Was dealing, she was dealing with the bullies at, at school who would basically, like chase her like and corner her like by dumpsters and i like i don't know were they trying to, i guess I they were gonna they were rape her to too i don't know yeah, because like her, you yeah. know everybody sucks and so yeah and so arvin's like has to go save her all the time and he's just trying to keep her safe and you know she goes to visit her her mother's grave and you know read to her and and leave her like flowers and stuff and you know because arvin's late because he's beating her up trying to beating up uh the bullies trying to keep her safe she ends up talking to robert pattinson who's a creepy perverted priest um and uh and yeah she kind of she falls for his charms and you know he like tells her that she should show her true her true body her uh her natural body to god <laughs> and because and because he's a speaker of god oh god like the god he was oh man he was <laughs> He was really creepy. Ugh. He was really creepy. I just creepy. wish that, you know, and then we haven't even talked about the couple who are serial killers. Yes. And then them. And then them. Just, and, and just, just to throw a wrench into it all. With their connection with Sebastian Stan. Um, yes. It's just... Which, a, is, which is a very funny connection. Se- Sebi yeah. was so funny. He was a, He was a sheriff who also kept having elections to deal with like like just to keep being sheriff yeah i think so because i feel like 
because we 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 get in touch with this with this couple a uh, a couple a few times. Yeah, it's like back when Arvin's younger, and then when Arvin's older. So I'm assuming there's a couple of elections that have happened, and Sebastian doesn't quite know what they're doing, what what his sister and her husband are doing, um, but he knows it's bad. He knows that if it's if it's known. If the public knows, it could really fuck up his his election chances. Yeah, um, I mean that his sister is a, a brutal, you know, perverted. She's an accomplice. <laughs> yeah, she's an accomplice to her husband's murders. But yes, so their dynamic was a little interesting. So the husband would would take pictures of his wife having sex with strangers, like hitchhikers. Yeah. They'd pick up hitchhikers. Yeah, and so he would photograph them, like having sex and then he would photograph him like murdering them like afterwards like it's just uh, yeah like a, yeah very uh their very mo was very specific um very specific and like they did it for like 20 years or uh, something yeah they had a lot of photos and and i don't know if uh and and they would keep them all in this box and um and what was what was the sister's name uh sandy right sandy riley keogh riley keogh she would like look at the pictures um and and at one point she almost leaves him i was like sandy i know leave him jeez please leave him <laughs> and then she doesn't and i was like why is then, it because she felt like pretty in these photos like yeah i think she just like, like gets empowered by them but then it's like she's tired of murdering people i think she's just tired of it um, where the husband gets gets off on it, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. But then they pick up Al Arvin. They pick up Tom Holland, and he's smart, so he realizes who, who flees the city after he's killed the priest. It's so kind this, this of is after he's yeah he killed the priest. He killed the priest, which was a very good scene as well. The scene oh, where yeah. he kills Robert Pattinson. I thought that that one was a really dramatic scene and a really well done scene where he's like sitting behind him in this in the pews and asking him about uh him like the guy himself doing all those um pushy sexual acts and yes he basically follows robert pattinson around and he he relays back to him exactly what robert pattinson does like he's like you know i have a wife i i force her to have sex with me and then i and he just he just repeats it all back to him and that's when robert's like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Have you been following me? Excuse me? And, <laughs> and then, then he, he kind oh, of puts man. up some really shitty defense, like, don't shoot me or something. And, and he, he already Yeah, you was know the getting... normal stuff. She was all over me. I couldn't yeah. get her to stay away from me. She was crazy. Like, you know, all that, all that stuff. Yeah. And it's a weak defense. And then Tom Holland shoots him and has to, has to leave forever. Um, I was yeah. really excited. He like, leaves that... his poor grandma on note. Yeah. It was nice that I did also enjoy the scene where he shoots Carl and then turns to Sandy and Sandy's gun has blanks in it because Carl put blanks in her gun. Um, yes, because he'd been kind of paranoid about about Sandy recently yeah. thinking that she might try something. So I like so, that. Yes. I like that scene yeah. and I thought that was a really well done like twist that there were blanks in yeah. there and, and that, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, he shot her in, in the car. Um, yeah. it was really like stressful cause you're like, Oh, I don't want, I don't want him to die. You know, he's, he's so cute. Little Tom Holland, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. So many of these actors were British. Did you notice that? Or Australian and British? Like, pretty much every person. Like, except for, like, like basically there weren't a lot of Americans, is what I'm trying to say. There was only, like, a couple Americans in this whole cast. Yeah. There was also, uh, there was also a lot of white people in this movie. Oh, yeah. But... Only, like, in fact, like solely only. white people. There was not only. well, but I mean that does make sense because obviously you wouldn't, you wouldn't have race mingling in this time anyway. It was like the '30s or something, right in the beginning, and then it was like uh, the '60s oh. or or something, right? Uh, ooh, I'm not sure. I think it was like the because maybe not. Maybe it was the. Because he went to to Korea or or was it but, Vietnam? Well, that's too late. No, that's, that's that's too late. That's too late. Yeah, so I think it was mm. like he was in the South Pacific for the war. So that was World War Two. So mm. so the dad came back, and then in the fifties they raised Arvin, and then he's in a he's like older. So it's like late sixties. In the second part of the movie, I think that's that's what I'm gonna go with. True. Yeah. 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 So, I can see that. Yeah. Um, but it's just that that also makes this movie unsettling. It's it's unsettling. <laughs> it's just not a very it's just an unsettling movie. I you know in, I thought in, it was gonna be better. So many it, reasons. It, it just it just wasn't. It just was long and like not that enjoyable, really. <laughs> No, I mean very, very few, very few enjoyable, enjoyable scenes. Um, <laughs> but you but, know what is great? Yeah. Uh, this poster is so awesome. Oh yeah, with with everyone coming out of like a skull, like the dog skull. Yeah, and there it's got that kind of like a little bit of negative, so it looks like their eyes are. Like the darkest parts are a little light, and, yeah, and, and like at the and, and it gets it gets even more negative. Like at the very top, with like Tom Holland, as part of his hair is like really negative. It's uh, which, a, that's a cool scene too. When um when Sebi goes into his sister's house and he finds the red room, yeah, and he's like looking looking at all the negatives. Um, yeah, that was really cool too. Yeah, um, it was it, it was very well shot for for a movie like it was it, mm-hmm. it was uh it was nice it was nice to look at um yeah. very creepy very uh very very thematic um but yeah just the story story was just a little <laughs> a little drawn a little, out it's a little drawn out a little drawn out and not like in a i don't know like in a very emotional way either like i i like no. the movie i mean if you're gonna do like generational movies obviously they're not always great Um, one of my favorites is um place beyond the pines i really like that movie that one has a lot more um significance across the different generations of people and the effects of like small choices and how they affect everybody in in the end um, yeah. Whereas this one just didn't really have that kind of like through line. Like you know, like you could like say I guess it started with Bill Sarsgaard, Sarsgaard finding that man in in 
who, who was on the cross. But, like, that's not what started all of this. Like, all these things would have happened anyway, even if he didn't, you know. So it's it's just kind of, yeah, you know. Yeah, that would have been a cool aspect if they could actually, like, show, I don't know, the devil jumping from person to person somehow. Like, that would have made it a bit more scary and, like, a bit more. Well, that's kind of supernatural. It is. But, like, why not? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't write the book. So I was looking at this uh, director Yes. And he uh he directed an episode of The Punisher uh from uh-huh. from season 1, the good season. Uh-huh. The good season. Good season. Um so this director this uh and and I think the the director did a did a did a good job with this movie with with yeah. what he could. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if the, if the, book, the book itself was the one that was lacking. Yeah. Um but I mean, he's He's got to be a decent director for uh, for directing an episode of, of The Punisher. I'll, uh, I'll give him that. I'll well, give him that. Yeah. I think it, it's honestly really good choicing, like choices for these this cast. This cast is really well done. So. Yeah, they definitely helped. <clears throat> they definitely helped a lot. Um, oh, Antonio also helped. Uh, Antonio Camp- Campos is the director. He also wrote it uh, with... Paul Campos, and I'm assuming the author of the book. Uh-huh. Here we go. Donald. Oh, Donald Ray Pollock is is the is the author, and he was the narrator. Well, look at that. Yep. Look at that, Donald. <laughs> look at He's that, Donald. You, you came full circle. Excited <laughs> that his movie, his book, got made into a movie. I guess so. You know what? Good for you, Donald. Good for you. Mm-hmm. So, someone thought it was interesting enough to make a movie out of. And you know what? That's great for you, Donald. Yes. So what are the uh, um, tags here? All right, let's see. Uh, tagline is, everyone ends up in the same damned place, which is deep in the earth dead. <clears throat> that's a good That's a good tagline. You know, makes sense, because everybody dies in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and let's see. Plot keywords. We've got male full frontal nudity. Was there really? <clears throat> um, yes. When, when she, they are taking pictures of the guys. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, neo-noir, male yeah. rear nudity, evil, and post-war. Those are, those are the first five wow. you see. A lot of nudity. It's not really a lot of nudity in this movie, really. No, I... That would not be... That would not be the one thing I would... I would gravitate towards in terms of uh, keywords. I would say maybe, like, uh, Sermon. Because oh, there was a oh lot of those. Is that one of them? I just saw... No, I just saw the... Uh, well, probably. Uh, I just saw the keyword for uh, eating a pie. And... Um, <laughs> And I loved that scene when baby Arvin, oh, yeah, when baby. baby Arvin was like, eat, sorry, when when young Arvin was was uh, eating the pie because he was, what was it? He was like mad at his dad for some reason, and someone left a pie on the. The mom it, it was died. The night that, it it was the mom had died, and they went to the funeral, and then he came back, and there was a pie on the. But I, I thought it was something his dad said, like you're gonna go, you're gonna go live with your, with yeah, your grandparents or something. That's what and he, he said. Was like, yeah. He was like mad about something. Yeah, he was mad about it. And someone had left him a uh 
Uh, they left a pie. Consolidation which, pie. Which, yes. you know, they said, like, in the beginning, it was like no one ever really liked us there. Why? Clearly somebody did because they left you a pie. That's true. They said that, you know, in, in all the years that they lived there, like, no one really liked them. Yeah, I remember that. I remember them saying that. Yeah. The narrator. And, and then, or like, whatever. Or someone else. Well, just, like, Bill Skarsgård kept going. Like, he went and, like, almost killed those guys because he beat them up so badly. And it's like... Yeah, because they, cause they were talking they about visiting his wife when he wasn't that... I, yeah. You can't be know. beating people within an inch of death like that, you know? Like, even with Arvin, nope. he, like, yeah, no without, one... without some sort of... I mean... I mean, un- unless they got scared. I mean, unless unless they... Well, they, they clearly they did. scared. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're eating the pie. So Arvin, like, eats the whole pie, like, in his room. Yeah, and yeah. And he's, he's got pie all over his face. And, and he finds his dad... Uh, he's killed himself over at the little altar he made in the woods. And when he calls Sebi, he calls Sebastian Stan, and Sebastian Stan comes and he's like, he's like, boy, is that blood on your face? And he goes, no, it's pie. No, it's pie. <laughs> no, it's pie. Some yeah. of it's pie. Someone lift <laughs> so, us a pie. So cute. That little boy was so good. Yeah, he's a good, a- he's a good actor, that kid. Such a good, I've seen him before in stuff. Let's see. Um, oh, he's yeah? gonna be he's gonna be in Lovecraft Country, which we're gonna watch. Oh shit! We need to watch that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who was was who uh, who created Lovecraft Co- Country? Wasn't there a reason we were gonna we were gonna watch it because someone who's making it or created it or no? Uh, Jonathan Majors is in it. Yes. Yes. That's yes. right. That's right. That's right. Yes. And he was on the cover of the GQ this month. I know that because I'm, I'm home. Um, oh yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen a GQ in like ten years. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. know how long it's a been. A while. <laughs> it's been a long time. Uh, we used to really like them too. Um, and then. Well, yeah, because like GQ always has super great photos in it. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's look at this Metascore. We got a 54 Metascore, which, you know, is, like, fine, I guess. I would have given it worse, but... That's like a, that's like a, um... Fuck, what's his name? Fuck. (laughs) What? Damn it. That's like a guy, uh, that's like a guy, Guy Ritchie movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's a Guy Ritchie rating. It is like a Guy Ritchie rating, yeah. 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 But not nearly as fun. Not nearly as fun as oh, a Guy Ritchie of flick. Of course, man. Guy Ritchie movies no. are a romp. They're such a romp. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, sorry I keep going on tangents. There's just so many more interesting things to talk about other than true. this movie. I mean, well, because it was... Okay, so this is funny because we, we just talked about... I'm, uh, I've, I'm thinking of ending things, thinking of right? ending things? And yeah, you yeah. said you watched that, watched that with Kimmy and... Kimmy was like, you wanted to watch this instead of The Devil all the time. And, like, yeah. this movie you know was what? also I don't, I don't regret my decisions. <laughs> I would I have much rather and watched I'm Thinking of Ending Things before Devil All the Time. I, I know. I say, because, like, I don't know. Yeah. You probably expected Devil All the Time to be better, and therefore it was like, you know, but uh, I'm Thinking of Ending Things ended up being much better than The Devil All the Time, so... Right, exactly, exactly. You know, there's the, we can only know if we watch it, right? Sometimes, True. though, I feel like we are 
we judge things and then it turns out that people really like it for whatever reason. And I'm like, why? I, I trust my instinct when it comes to things that I don't like, you know, like I, I just, well, I mean, you have to, it's, it's, it's your own personal opinion. If you, if you had doubts, (laughs) how could you function? I'm just going to read this 83 from Entertainment Weekly, which is the highest one. It says, with a cast right. so large and so consistently good, it's nearly impossible to single out more than a few players, though it's maybe most gratifying to see Holland so far away from Peter Parker mode. His performance is delicately underplayed, which is not a claim Pattinson could probably make with a straight face. <laughs> oh, um, I, mean, I will say, I will agree with the fact that Tom Holland was was uh was underplayed but i would much rather see him in his peter parker mode (laughs) yeah it's hard to see him in another way because you already have so much love for him so when you're watching him on the on the tv he doesn't need to earn your love you you already love him yep nope already has it yeah already has it whereas like robert pattinson needs to earn it and you know what he 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 completely... He's, he's grown on me. He, yeah. He's grown on me. He's come up in a way that I think is so special. And we just... I, I, can, I can now easily say that if Robert Pattinson is in a movie in the future, I will definitely think about watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I will yeah. strongly consider watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Let's see if there's one here that I like. Um... <laughs> oh, this one's just mean. Uh, IndieWire gave it a 42. That's a very interesting, uh, have we ever seen a 42 rating before? Uh, I don't know. That's, it's very this specific. It seems so specific. Yes. Yeah. There's two of them in here. So I, I guess we must have seen it. Um, there is no reason to care about anyone in Antonio Campos's <laughs> The Devil All the Time, a sweaty, bloated mess of a movie that flushes a knockout ensemble down the drain. Wow. Wow. That is some That's harsh words mean. and That's i mean. agree wholeheartedly oh this one from total film gave it a 60 and they just say robert pattinson delivers another film stealing supporting turn i mean mm, mm, yeah he's I mean, always got a personality he's always got he some does. really weird personality unless you're talking about twilight he has like no personality in that movie but i yeah, mean no, no, that no, was no. a long time ago so yeah yeah but yeah. you know we you bring up the lighthouse he's got such a weird personality in that movie you, you bring up like uh even tenet recently which you haven't seen but he's got real fun personality in that movie too yes 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 i'll, I'll agree with you even though uh i haven't seen it <laughs> he's very underplayed in high life which i thought was a really good performance from him um that, okay. that weird sci-fi movie that i got to see that i saw the q a afterwards and he was there yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I I will say Robert Pattinson is is he. I mean, I yeah, I I guess he stole the film. I mean, he's definitely a very memorable character. That when I think back on this movie, it'll probably be his character that I remember. Um, but I still think I still think Tom Holland did did such a good job. He did. He did. Um, I'm gonna read. Empire 60, it says, a mixed bag of bones and bodies whose southern gothic atmosphere and superb performances from Holland especially are let down by the film's lack of narrative focus. Thank you, Dan. That Thank is you. very accurate. Thank you, Dan. Yeah. Wow. 
Wow, Dan. That was great. <laughs> that was good. That was, and I, I love that. A mixed bag of bones and bodies. I love that. I love it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's done with the devil all I the time. That, I think that just about does it. I did not think we, we could talk about this movie for, for this long. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we well did. that was, we sure did. Uh, that was The Devil All the Time. Um, if you enjoyed this movie or the book or this episode, please let us know. You can let us know in the comments on uh, SoundCloud, Facebook, um, or you can email us uh, at allbythepopcorn at gmail.com or allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, you can follow our social media. We have Twitter, at ByThePopcorn, Instagram, at All By The Popcorn Podcast and Facebook. Just search All By The Popcorn Podcast and like our page. Um, if you want to rate and review this little show we have here, it helps others to find us. You can do that on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. And we've also got merch. Yeah. So thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> thanks for listening. Stay in. Stay inside. Stay safe. Wear a mask. And we'll talk to you all next time. Bye. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.